Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Two, Two Broke Brokers. I'm Josh and with me as always is my co-host. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. I've resigned you to co-host. Okay. Because it's my podcast now. I think <laughs> I am still the joint host but you do most of the editing so... What do you mean most of the editing? I do all of the editing. <laughs> yeah. Most of the editing. Remember when you did like four videos and then that stopped very quickly? Yeah, those were pretty good videos. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, as we said, welcome back to another episode. Uh, this is episode, official episode 20. 20. So, cheers to that, mate. Cheers. That's bad luck. You've got plastic glass. Yeah, I'm not splashing out of glasses. Fucking hell. The amount I've smashed in this apartment. I'm down to two proper glasses. Uh, but anyway, yeah, episode 20, so... Thanks everyone for listening. We've had a few like other episodes here and there as well, so obviously, um, yeah. Just want to thank the listeners as we always do. I wanted to set a little goal for us, if you don't mind, Dan. Go on. Uh, we Set's tend to get yeah. So we tend to get like uh, so we're recording on a Monday now, which is when the episode releases. Okay. So I'm wondering. We normally get about fifteen twenty in the first twenty four hours. Can we push it up? to 50 listens in the first 24 hours. So by the so this release is at like 7 o'clock in the morning, Dubai time, and then we record at like 6 o'clock in the afternoon, Dubai time. Can we hit 50 listeners in that time? That's my target to you guys as listeners. That'd be um, pretty cool, yeah. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, so, I mean, just if you guys, if you are still listening, just share it, comment where you can, put a review wherever you are. Listen twice if you fucking have to listen twice. Just anything you can to start circulating it a little bit more, getting us out there to more people. We are quite a small niche podcast, but we started out with like one or two listens per episode. Mm. And we're up already to like 20, 30 within the first 24 hours, maybe about 50 per episode on average. If we could do that in the first day, I'd be well happy to be fair. So that's a little like target for us. Timing is key, I guess. Timing is key, yeah. I'm working on the Instagram, trying to get that a little bit more active. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that'd be... We'll just throw that out there, see what our listeners can do for us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, let's see see if we can make it happen. <laughs> I'm hoping this episode will release 7am on Monday next week. Okay. By the time we're recording next week's episode, presumably next Monday, I want to open it up and see if we've hit 50 Here's hoping. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks, guys. 20 episodes. I'm trapped with that, to be fair. Yeah. Here's to 20 more, mate. I think we can we can do that easy. I reckon it's an achievable target. Um, so tell me about your week, Josh. My week, I am waiting for my narcissistic ex-boss to send me through my visa cancellation so that I can start my new job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was supposed to start today, but due to fucking around with the visa that's had to be pushed back thankfully the new company are really flexible they only have certain like that you only start a real estate company once a month right so i've missed this month's start but they've said if we get the visa cancellation this week i can start okay inshallah that's happening I've not been doing too much, to be honest with you, mate. <laughs> I'm pretty boring now. Well, have you been, you've been cooking up some meals. Get some tuna pasta in the fridge if you want some. I'm okay for now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's about it. How is your week going as a broker? Are you having a good week? 
Uh, just more of the same, man. A bit stressful. Just like I said last week, got those few deals still hanging on my shoulders. Yeah. Um. I guess one thing I've learned is, or that I can emphasize on because it seems to be consistent, is that don't even think that a deal is done <laughs> until it's fucking done. Yeah. Don't even dare think and relax. <laughs> don't relax. If I mean, obviously you want to make sure you're calm and collected, right? Yeah. yeah. But don't think that, right, okay, that's that one obstacle done. Now I can just dilly-dally till something else comes up that's fine, the world's fine, my deal's going to finish because I've managed to get two yeses. They need to keep being <laughs> a fucking yes throughout that whole period of time. And you need to make sure shit goes right because if it doesn't then you never know people have their breaking points yeah, yeah. Um, well it's not a deal done until it's on the board well right? this, is, this is the thing right so you only have three strikes put it that way when you're working on the huge deal if you get one strike meaning that you made a mistake or if there's one obstacle that they can point the finger at someone and say this is wrong is this detrimental we've had a strike as of last week and we're recovering from that and I'm like if I get a second one I think we're done (laughs) I don't think we can make another mistake to be honest right okay Um, okay fair enough mate yeah that's good that's a good broker advice it wasn't yeah yeah yeah. it's so easy to get carried away and get excited and 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 uh, you just got to stay in the ball really like I had a conversation this morning which I think was the second strike and it was like, have, did you read the last message that your teammate sent? And I was like, I mean, I didn't need to, but at the same time, I knew where he was coming from. But he used it against me in that situation where he says, why are you asking me this when you've said this? And I said, well, there should be a third point there. And <laughs> <laughs> like, it was crazy, man. It was like, oh, man, the guy, because he's had that one strike, he's like they're really fucking critical he's got a really sharp and witty mind right, and I think okay. it's because his ass is on the line as well Yeah. and he is picking every word that I say and he's making sure that what I say makes sense so he's keeping you on your toes oh yeah I cannot ramble I cannot give him sales sales <laughs> I need to tell him the facts I need to do the business and I cannot fuck around the sides do yeah. you know what I mean Yeah. and uh, like I've, I've, I've recognised that already but I'm fucking feeling it, man. <laughs> See, every time I pick up the phone and I call him, I'm like, I need to be crystal fucking clear right now. <laughs> it's nuts, man. I'm enjoying it, though. Mate, it's good experience, isn't it? Like, mm. Yeah, like, I suppose that's, uh, how, that's, a, that's a distinguishing factor between being a good broker and, a, and, a, and an excellent broker, right? Is that you don't just push the sales, you, you give the facts, you give the data, you come at it from a... Um, from an analytical point of view, yeah. or adding a service. You've um, got to remember their point, their, their stance in the matter, their processes. Mm. And if you deviate from their processes, it sounds like you're not listening. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not listening, then they're like, this guy doesn't care. Do you know what I mean? No, mate, it's, so, no, no, I totally agree with you. And we'll talk about it a bit more later because we're going to get into uh, how AI is affecting real estate. But that's one of the reasons I've got in my notes why AI won't take over real estate, why there will always be the need for a broker, because 
AI at its current stage anyway can't handle that. Give us an introduction into AI. Not yet. Let's do the news. Our famous recurring segment, the news. Have you got anything to add this week? No. Okay, excellent. I would also, I was thinking about this last week, right? We record these episodes about a week in advance. So the news that we give on each episode is a week out of date. But anyway, we mentioned last week that the Palm um, Jebel Ali has finally got the green light. And I've seen every real estate agent since post something uh, about it. And I held held back last week. But now that you've mentioned it again... (laughs) You realise this has been released like four times or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, well I did some research into right. it this week, yeah. Um, but at least, but this is the first time it's had like proper government backing and they're actually moving ahead. I think it's quite a big thing. Uh, but one of the things I saw on the... You <laughs> could, do you want to get this up your chest? You know, this is why we should have the videos, right? Because <laughs> you, if you saw my facial expression, it was just like... Anyway, go on. I don't uh, want to say anything else. No, fair enough. But anyway, I'd forgotten that there was the Palm Jumeirah, right? Which obviously opened is the most famous. You forgot there was a Palm Jumeirah. No, I remembered that. But then down south, further down the coastline, you've got Palm Jebel Ali, which yeah. we've just announced. We're going, but there's one up north as well. Do you remember? If you look Deera. at a map from sort of like five years or so ago, yeah, you've got the Palm Deera. And I was like, shit, whatever happened to the Palm Deera? I haven't seen it on the maps, to be honest. I don't really look down there. Up there, um, no, because they scrapped it. Apparently, <laughs> sorry, yeah, come on. Well, why would they keep it? Do you know what I mean? Because they've still got that one in Jebel Ali, but then again, Dera, completely different society, really. Yeah, Dera is barely busier, bustlers. Like it's it's crazy down there, but you get a lot. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Down there. It is, but I don't know how to say this sensitively, but it's sort of like a. Uh, a, a, a lower sort of social class than the rest of Dubai, I would say as well. Is that fair? Um, well, no, it's not. Uh, it's it's old, it's old Dubai, but I know where you're trying to get at. Like, there's a lot of rundown apartments there that go for dead cheap. So yeah, in fact, yeah, I get what you're saying. It tends to. It's not. It is like walking back in time. Is my point. Right? So, anyway, I was just looking it up. They actually scrapped it completely. They stopped building the palm and they made it the Dubai Islands um, that was it yeah so so it is actually moving forward to the Dubai Islands the first islands have been yeah. released there for sale and it's still moving I just thought that was quite interesting that sort of came up whilst I was doing some research um, it's been a slow news week for being honest with you Emirates are if you fly to Dubai they're giving you a free hotel stay really? yeah it's quite cool isn't it? where are they I don't know. I didn't look that. (laughs) (laughs) But you said it's bustling there. That'd be sick. Um, Depends where you are, I guess. They must have some empty hotels. But, yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. That's quite a good So to all my friends and family that are going to be flying out here soon, but with them risks when you get your phone, don't have to stay with me for the first night. Lovely. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that, Dubai's been, it's been quite slow in Dubai as far as I can see. Have you got anything to add? Were they not doing something between Abu Dhabi and Dubai, for example? Free um, flight transfers, yeah. Free flight transfers. Yeah, so if you're flying from Abu Dhabi, but you live in Dubai, you can go to Dubai Airport, and they will either fly you or shuttle you over for free Um, to Abu Dhabi. I wouldn't jump in one of them shuttles, mate. (laughs) 
Have you seen them? <laughs> I have seen them. I nearly had to do one for a, for a visa run, right, down to the Amar border. Nah, not for me. Me. Not for they me. are nuts. And have you noticed they've all got the number in the back of their van that says, if I'm driving <laughs> unsafely, call this number. How am I meant to get those numbers down on my phone? They're no. driving way too fast. And then I try to drive up behind them, and there's no lights because they're doing their dodgy work on yeah, the fucking course, motorway. Yeah. I'm trying to get the numbers in on my phone. Now I'm at risk of crashing <laughs> into someone else. Well, Laura's got a brilliant story of this. She rang the number once. Yeah. Guess who it put her through to? Who? The driver of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> You're driving like a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's like, man, please calm down. I'm trying to drive. What? Why would you answer the phone then? I'm probably going to have to cut it out. I can't do an Indian accent on a podcast. Can I? Oh, no. I don't I'll listen back to it and no, uh, decide when I can back. But um, I guess the biggest news that I've seen over the past couple of weeks, obviously there's the whole uh, Philip Schofield thing. Have you been watching that? No. Yeah, no. I know who he is. What? Mate, I've been addicted to it. I watched the interview. Is it the beat? Well, no, the scandal is that he's apparently been in a relationship with, like, a 20-year-old, but he met the 20-year-old when he was, like, 15 years old. So is it grooming, is it not grooming, all this sort of stuff. But, yeah, there's Wait, an interview. the gay guy? Philip Schaefer, yeah. It's on, like, This Morning and, and Dancing Nice and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, oh. so, but he did an interview. Every interview he's done at the minute, he's, like constantly vaping yeah that's and uh, he released something that's like my hands are so blistered from how much I'm vaping at the minute because I'm so nervous and my career is over anyway let's not get into that because that's quite political the other biggest news is um, I didn't know this but there's three scientists that have been dubbed the godfathers of AI right I don't know if you've seen anything like this in the news um, I've heard their names if you tell me them I'll remember I, haven't, I don't know their names <laughs> anyway they're like the three pioneers of AI. Um, and two out of three of them have come out in the past week or, or, or a couple and of months. And said, get rid of it. And have basically said they regret not safeguarding it more. They're worried about where it's going to go off to. And, and potentially, I know it sounds very sci-fi, but yeah, potentially it uh, causing... I think one of them said world domination. Like, And this is for the people that created it. Do you know what I mean? Like, This is... This is I sick. think I think it's it's incredibly important that if these people are saying it, then just fucking trash it now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because Google was talking about how other, um, well, obviously they're the biggest competitors for Google, mm. and they're not implementing it into their stuff. Yeah. Whereas others are, and they're like, we will eventually need to do this. Yeah. So, make your decision and make it quick. Do you have any... Have you used AI or anything so I've far? used ChatGBT, yeah. What have you What have you used? Well, just your own sort of personal um, stuff? Yeah, or? like, I used it to ask about how do I start businesses? Like, what should I talk about when I want to increase salary? What should I talk about in interviews? What should I talk about? Um, like, give me ideas for this. Give me ideas for that. Tell me more about this. I wouldn't ask it jokes because... <laughs> The jokes are just god-awful, man. But for general information, it was pretty useful. Like, I was talking about buildings, and it, it could only had information to a certain extent, but it's, it saves you, like, umpteen Google searches. It is, yeah, it's, it's pretty good when it comes to stuff like that. I think it's important to, like, apparently it's 
it only goes up to 2021, the data, right? So it's like two years out of date. But um, I have used it a couple of times. I've used it for stuff like, what would win in a fight, an elephant or a mouse? Um, it's just, it, is, it comes up with, with such nonsense. I was, I've got a good real estate example that I'll come back to later. Um, but I got a little bit bored and I was like, who would win in a fight? Um, an elephant or a whale? Just, just to see what it says. Mate, some of it is fucking brilliant, to be fair. It really depends. Elephants are land animals known for their size and intelligence. It basically says, if they're fighting in water, the whale would win. If they're fighting on land, the elephant would win. Which I feel like takes the fun out of it a little bit. But That's facts. Anyway, no, good to know that you've used it. I noticed um, Laura has uh, Bing as her default web engine. Like, I know, I know, don't. But that has now... Every time you search for something, its first things are AI-generated responses, and you can chat with Bing now, and it's it's completely integrated AI with it. Like it is there; it's at the forefront of 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 Damn. of what we can see now, right? Like there's no two ways about it at all. But no one uses Bing, so AI. That's <laughs> well, why, yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's why they've just jumped on it, which is what scares me, because people are like, "We can use this. Yeah, this is an added service." They don't even realise what the fuck they're doing either. <laughs> do they? Do they? No. Well, Bing is they're just a like failing the... web, uh, whatever you would call it, browser. Do you know what I mean? Like they're clutching at straws. They're desperate for something. AI. Anyway, I don't know, man. I've, so it is already here, is what I'm trying to say, right? So last month, um, do you want to take a guess at how many people lost their job to AI? Without looking at my computer screen and my notes. No, I don't know. 4,000 people just last month lost their jobs to AI. Mostly in the creative centre, creative uh, jobs and administrative roles, right? It's really taken over in the administrative roles. One of the most prominent examples at the minute, and it's it's in the news, is that... uh, the Writers Guild Association, which is like a Hollywood, Hollywood. Is, yeah, I heard yeah. About that. So they're all on strike at the minute because they're not being paid a fair wage. But the strike is at this weird sort of like a crossroads because the producers of movies and films and TVs and all this it's, and stuff they're turning around and saying, "Well, fine, we'll just get yeah, AI to write it." It mainly us. works with the series, doesn't it? It's just you put in all the characters, you tell the AI what's going on, and then. It, it produces a script. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. It's, it's, that, it's taken over our lives, basically. Um, so, yeah, CBS News reported that something like 4,000 jobs last month had been lost to AI. Um, as I said, mostly creative, mostly administrative. But I also saw Simon, uh, Simon, Simon Baker from House and House. I sent it to you on LinkedIn, released an oh, article, yeah, yeah, yeah. how will um, AI affect real estate? And I just thought it was... It was ge- genuinely a really good article. I don't know, did you read it? I read most of it. Read most of it, yeah. It was a really good article, so I thought that's a really good topic for us to get into today. I right? read, yeah, I read when it, he's saying, like, people rely on trust. Yeah. And you can't trust a robot. People rely on when you're in, coming into stressful situations, someone that you can talk to. And you cannot get emotional responses from AI, whereas you can with people. They can respond to your emotions. Yeah, you raised a couple of good points there. Um, 
with the trust thing, I would argue, would you not trust... Maybe I'm just a bit jaded because I've been dealing with Dubai real estate agents for the past two years, right? But as a consumer, would you not trust in terms of factual evidence, pricing reports, is this price well, should I make an offer? Would you not trust an AI robot that has no... Because uh, as a broker in Dubai, right, you're commission-based, you have an ulterior motive. Would you not trust this sort of AI robot that's got no ulterior motive over an agent? I suppose if you have time, then you can do your own research anyway, right? Now, for example, ChatGBT can give you information up to 2021. Yeah. Well, the prices in 2023 are, you know, like twice as much. Yeah, completely different. Right? Completely okay, different. so if you had an updated real estate system, that could give you market information and that's a different story. You can get your facts elsewhere and then come to the broker with those facts. Yeah. And he can say, well, that's real time enough for me to believe you as well. And I know that already because I use that system or whatever. No, exactly. That's basically what I think is going to be the outcome but, of this situation is that AI is a good supplement to what is already there. But, but it cannot If replace. you ask a broker, give me the market rates, then I'll use other systems. I'll tell you, exactly. okay, these are all the prices that are listed right now, but if I go into Property Monitor, these are what's selling for this price, and I've worked in this tower for four years, I know certain landlords, I know the high turnover of this building, and I actually can say that prices are going up as we speak, yeah. or going down as we speak, and um, give it another month because you know, I've got, uh, I've spoken to my landlords and, you know, I've got some information off of them that says otherwise, whatever. I think, I think Simon's main point, which sounded really good, was that if it is your first time, right, okay, we've discussed, me and you, yes, you can get facts from these AI systems, yeah. but if, if you're buying your home for the first time, then... You, you have to go and see it. Yeah. Someone yeah. needs to show you around. And, I don't know, you brainstorm in that moment sometimes. It takes away a bit of the magic. And, and like I said, emotionally, like, you can support them no, as well. Exactly. But, I don't know. No, no, what, good what points, mate, good points. So, Cheers, mate. Yeah, well, uh, so a couple of other things that he raised is that I didn't realise most of this actually, but Amazon tried rolling out. He didn't put a time in it and I didn't look into it. I'm just going from Simon Baker's article, you should look it up. I'll link it in the description. That Amazon tried to introduce um, a service where for £999, you can list your property on Amazon.com, which baffles me, man. That's insane, right? Like, and it didn't catch on. Apparently, Tesco tried doing the same thing. Again, mental. Could you imagine buying a house from Tesco? Tesco, Tesco real estate. Tesco real estate. But then I was thinking, like, do you remember the whole Purple Bricks thing in the UK? Yeah. So Purple Bricks was, like, a UK-based thing. It was to remove a real estate agent, so a landlord would sign on with them for a fixed fee. Property gets listed. There's not a dedicated real estate agent that's involved, but someone will go around, show any potential viewers... And then the negotiation is all done through effectively a chatbot, right, at the time. 
And I was looking them up. They're out of business now. They sold the entire business of Purple Bricks for a pound to their competitors, right? So the market would dictate that this sort of level of automation doesn't really work, right? You need to have that... You need to have that human input, right? So I sort of listed a couple of things, right? I think it can help with contract drafting. It can draw. Uh, it can help with review of the legal title. It can help you with uh, creating the best adverts for a property, like descriptions, all that sort of stuff. And I, I put this in quote, uh, like in question marks, right? Because I'm sort of on the fence about this. Could it be used as an initial step to qualify a client? Um. I mean, that all comes with information. Now, would your client rather type that all in or would they rather just tell you straight up and you can ask the questions? I'm not going to just, you want to have a property here, fill this form in. Do you know what I mean? Go online and fill out our qualification steps. Yeah. I think what AI could do is that person eventually will have a profile already. Yeah like that's been scoured from all internet sources searches exactly what they talk about online and stuff all of a sudden that profile is some form of algorithm is connected with what the ai believes they will like because of the recent searches yeah exactly so we've had cookies on websites for best part of a decade now right so you can see where these people shop online what delivery purchases they're making you know what recent what properties have they kids go to exactly match me up with this and then all of a sudden they've picked a house that's near a school that's near a metro because you never look up cars do you know what i mean yeah no exactly yeah so ai that like my takeaway is that ai probably could be used to to not Again, as a supplement to, not as a replacement for, but as a supplement to qualifying somebody. Because if you get a lead, at the minute, right, leads come through, the majority of my leads are WhatsApp leads, right? Is it the same for you or are most of your leads phone calls? WhatsApps. Yeah, right? So could you imagine if you got a WhatsApp lead through and then you got a separate message from an AI databot that said... We've looked up their recent browsing data. We've, this is a mass invasion of privacy, to be fair. Don't get me started on it because I'm totally against it. But in term, I'm just talking in terms of replacing real estate. Could you imagine if you then got that secondary message through? Okay, they inquired about your property for a million dirhams, but they've been looking at properties for three to four million dirhams. You then suddenly know a little bit more about the client. This person, you know, has been looking at Maybach Mercedes and stuff like this, you then can gauge your client's budget. You can, like you said, schools, you know what areas they're sort of looking for. I think AI will be a massive added benefit in that regard, right? I think in terms of information about the clients, you could also look at into the administrative work for the agent himself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can put the details into just one yeah. fucking thing... And then it generates the contracts yeah, exactly. out of the templates that you've got and everything. That's going to happen. We've got, that's pretty much there. Right? And then you press a button, submit yeah. to the byline department, logs in, does this, does that, does it all automatically. Mate, I don't even think we're that far out from that. I reckon that's like the next step. 
I reckon most. But you'll need to get you'll need to get approved systems. They'll need to sell them to companies. It's gonna take a long time. You reckon? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's pretty much. Think that. about Reaper, right? Yeah. If someone wants to design a portal such as Reaper that can do all of this, right? You put the information in, and it does fucking everything for you. Yeah. I think uh, honestly, you... that's the next step. I reckon. Yeah. Not saying it'll happen tomorrow, but that's the next step. Like, I think that would be the next biggest game changer. You upload title deed, passports, but all that sort of with stuff to two, Reaper, two and then of the you've three got AI stuff. guys coming out and saying it's going to kill the world, then. Yeah, but like, it, people aren't you, listening to would it. Would you call that a volatile market? People aren't listening to it, though. I know they're not. Anyway, um, so we sort of just spoke about what it will affect. Automation, contracts, title reviews, adverse. The whole qualification package. But I do still believe, and you mentioned on it earlier, you can't truly qualify, qualify a client until you're there with them face-to-face. I'm still a big believer in that. You can right? hear, like, see when you're on the phone to someone, it's like being in person. You can hear their voice, you can hear their their intentions, their thoughts, their their motivations, their what insults them, what doesn't insult them. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can get their whole stance on how motivated they are. Listening to them on the phone, can AI do that? I don't know is the answer. The tone of voice. I think it is starting to pick up on those things. But anyway, I'm not sure. But I don't I can think... tell by your tone of voice that you're angry. No, I'm not. I'm not angry. Why, you're, why you're, start... angry though, no, you're making me angry. Because <laughs> now I'm talking to a robot and I'm getting angry at you. Do you know what I mean? Now I'm always angry because I need to pick up the phone and talk to this stupid hell piece of robot that doesn't know fucking shit about me. Yeah, it thinks that I'm angry. Now I'm fucking angry. Do you know what I mean? Could you imagine having a conversation with a fucking robot? And it's like, you think you know me? Like, <laughs> the amount of fucking things hell. that people would say to that. That's a very good point, mate. No, that's a great point. You're on the point. phone right, to a right. fucking robot. Yeah. You automatically don't have... Automatically, you've got no respect for that robot. Right? No, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they start fucking around with consciousness. Oh, I feel insulted. Shut up, you're a robot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fuck it. I'm, I'm not prepared to deal with you. This has been monitored for blah, blah, blah. You're just going to get more Get and more me on wrong. the phone to one of a real person, <laughs> a please. But I am a real person. No, you're fucking up. <laughs> you're a robot. What is oh, life? What is real? What is real? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? People would freak the fuck out. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And they're doing that. There's AI generated voices now. And I know there are, mate. Oh you my can god. Get voice man. And shit Could you imagine? Me. I'd love to try it, man. I would be able to a robot. Try it. Yeah. Fuck off. And then <laughs> next thing you know, your employment is through AI. You're talking to an HR who's. Oh, who's mate, just, don't even get me started. Do you know what I mean? That's a whole other thing. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Judging by the questions they were fitted, they, they kept saying eh. Things were delayed. Uh, some questions took longer than others due oh, to these points, blah, blah, blah. But they made some good points based on... Do you know what I mean? Could you imagine talking to an AI-generated voice for a job interview over the phone? Yeah, what you're saying is, could you imagine having an AI responsible for your life choices? That's Making decisions for it. Especially you as a Scotsman. I would be fucking... So, yeah, so... Yeah, you you big my point. Some things that AI will never replace is truly understanding a client, truly being able to gauge their and feelings respect. and stuff. Respect is another one. Relationship building, and AI will never be able to build a relationship. Fact. Um, 
negotiating, right? An AI surely, surely won't be able it to will, negotiate. There will not be no high or low. Do you know what I mean? It means that in, in our job, some people win, some people lose, right? Yeah, Buyer exactly. sometimes wins, seller sometimes loses. But even when the seller loses, sometimes they're happy. Yeah. Can an AI, like, I mean, if you told the AI, I'm okay with 12 million, right? They're then going to go and find you sometimes 12 million, I've got, Sometimes I've got to say to the seller, listen, they've made an offer of 10 million and they need to be almost insulted. And then I'll say, but realistically, I'll like... 11. Uh, and I said, listen, I'll try my best to get you 11 and a half. Yeah. Okay, I brought them 10 million. Now they feel okay about it. Yeah. Because they haven't listened to me about market rates and they wanted <laughs> to sell it at 13. But the only price that is going to sell it in this market. I'm not deceiving them, but sometimes you've got to, you've got to straight yeah, yeah, yeah. low before you go high. No, because, of course. You've got but, to ground them in reality, I think, is the argument. But yeah. I, 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 an AI bot wouldn't have... It, it couldn't be deceitful because as soon as it's deceitful or if it's if it's giving out wrong information oh, it's not exactly it what yeah. someone said then you can't negotiate you can't exactly. it's just going to be these are the facts yeah it's either this guy's asking 11 this guy's asking 13 but based on market value it should be 12 are you both happy with that now we found the exact middle ground but that middle ground doesn't work exactly because someone has to lose. And if you read any, if you read any book, right, on negotiating, they'll always come back to the don't. Um, what was it? Never meet in the middle, sort of thing. There's always something. Don't compromise. Like there's always something you can find to win. Yeah, they've yeah, got yeah, to talk yeah. about a lot of things before. Like, if you're having a conversation, you find out about people's families, right? The stuff that doesn't matter to an AI that might not seem relevant. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden you realise that actually, now that they've got a family, why are they planning on one? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Mate. I exactly. don't know. Like how for a residential property that could be significant. Yeah, mate. So again, I think it's slightly more difficult with residential than it is with commercial, right? Because with commercial, it is that you've you've still got your your you know personal preference but it's more of a matter of fact business decision for a commercial thing right we've spoken about this before with residential though you could have your dream apartment but when you get out of the lifts on the 10th floor it could smell like curry and you don't want it all of a sudden do you know what i mean or not just curry it could smell like fish and chips and you might not want fish and chips do you know what i mean that's nothing don't give me that face it's true man it's true um how can an AI predict that? I don't know, man. It can't. It, it can't, can't. It can't tell you what it smells like inside. It no, can't exactly. tell you what what you, if your room's clammy. It can't tell yeah. you. Um, there's a few. Well, it can tell you if there's a few structural issues that will need, you know, well, we'll remedy. We'll come on to that. Yeah, we'll come but on to that. I think in general for negotiating, going back to this, is that when you've got someone in the middle who can give influence to decisions convince you who can talk to you and bring you to a level that says like even if, if you're talking to the most extreme of businesses like what what is insulting and what is not insulting do you know what i mean because the buyer might say something that's insulting to the seller and the ai might not even recognize what is insulting and yeah. just send it across yeah. 
Whereas I would exactly. be like, I would take yeah. that and say, actually, no, you're wrong before I send any of this. Do you know what I mean? You need that person in the middle. You need that negotiator. You need that mediator. And I don't know if an AI bot would ever be, I mean, that intuitive yeah it can't right i don't know man the question is we don't know i think i'd be surprised by how and you know how much it could learn from from both parties but at the end of the day it's it's a lot of fucking work and and (laughs) as soon as someone's insulted you know that everyone's got egos yeah no i agree with you man i agree with you i think what scares me most about ai is consciousness when people start fucking around with consciousness and the, 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 the giving a robot free will and consciousness, then what could it do? Like if you're talking to a computer and then you give that computer consciousness and it's the smartest fucking thing on the planet because it's just constantly learning. Yeah. Then what if it decides, yeah, I'm just gonna shut down everything in the world because I've learned about the planet. It's like I robot mate. It's like it figures out that the people are destroying the planet but they supposed to care about the planet yeah, the yeah, most yeah, yeah, yeah. well I'm going to do them a favour because I can do this I can it? care about the planet by exterminating it yeah, Mate, it, I'm saying if AI shuts everything down that's a fucking blessing in disguise if I woke up tomorrow and there's no internet there's no wifi <laughs> there's no nothing how the fuck are you because that will save the world what shit's it here it will be absolute chaos it's an apocalypse mate. but that's what we fucking need don't get me started on this it's right? mad internet maths, and this, no, it's not that's mad Matt yes it is we lived for fucking hundreds of centuries we, without the internet we'd all die in Dubai bollocks we would no yes we would bollocks mate, we would do you realise how much Dubai relies on desalination plants Transport, like yeah, 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 yeah. but that's uh, not what supply. I'm talking about. That's not what from I'm other countries. Yes, it is. That because you're talking stand. about a massive part of the world, like all the hot regions in the fucking world. To be honest, no, Just, I'm not saying you send out like an EMP and nothing works anymore. That's what happens. Shut down it, the internet. <laughs> you've still got cables and phones, which is plenty. The internet, and right. don't get me started on this. I'll have another fucking rant against capitalism. The internet and instant responses and instant information is ruining the world. We lived for, what, a hundred years from the invention of the telephone to the invention of internet? We made it fucking work, man. The whole point of instant messaging and, 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 and um, emails and texting and all this sort of shit has fucked the world up, man. And now we're constantly glued to our fucking phones, glued to our fucking laptops, expecting things to be done yesterday, even though they've actually been actually saying, go back to the Victorian era, right? You'd send a fucking letter and you wouldn't think about it for three or four days. You wouldn't think about it for a week because it's three or four days before it gets there. Then it's three or four days before the response comes back. That's what we should do. But because we're constantly stuck on the internet and fucking instant responses and everything, everything is moving at 100 miles an hour and work has completely taken over our lives which is bad don't get me started <laughs> on the instant information shit but right no 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 I've got one more thing to say I'm sorry but if we don't know the answer to something we fucking google it and when we google something that quickly our brain does not retain that information 
we are becoming I know this has been said to shit and this oh, is just me running but we are becoming dumber because we're being constantly fed information if my phone stopped working tomorrow and you asked me a question about something I knew I probably wouldn't be able to answer it because I rely so heavily on it <laughs> anyway AI um, should we do so I asked AI an example I asked AI will AI replace a real estate agent Okay. so it gave me some points it says it has the potential to automate certain tasks blah 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 um, here are a few reasons why real estate uh, excuse me whilst real estate agents are likely to remain essential Okay. so I'll reel these off quickly and you can let me know whether you agree or disagree with these um, expertise and local knowledge fair enough um Expertise and local knowledge. So it says they know an uh, an in-depth knowledge of local market, neighbourhood trends, pricing dynamics and property specific details. This expertise allows them to provide personalised guidance and recommendations that AI algorithms may not capture comprehensively. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. Uh, Complex negotiations. So uh, transactions often uh, involve complex negotiations, price, terms, contingencies, real estate agents bring negotiation skills and experience to the tables, helping their clients secure favorable deals. That's a good keyword yeah, there, favorable. favorable. Uh, and navigate potential challenges. So we sort of touched on that quite a lot, right? Yeah, you could true. put it to the thing. Uh, this is a really good one. Emotional support and relationship building. Uh, it can be an emotional process. Uh, an agent provides support, guidance, and reassurance to their clients, helping them navigate the complexities and uncertainties. Building trust and rapport is crucial, and human interaction plays a significant role in this aspect. Pretty bang on, right? I don't think yeah. AI will ever be able to get over that. Um, this one I kind of disagree with, coming from a legal background. Uh, legal and contractual expertise. So transactions involve legal contracts, disclosures and compliance requirements. Agents understand these complexities and guide their clients through the necessary paperwork and legal aspect of the process. I disagree with that. A real estate agent in the UK and out here typically doesn't see a transaction through past the negotiation stage. In the UK, you have a conveyancer out here, you have a sales progression officer which is what I'm starting as a career, by the way. Okay. Um, but their job is to fully understand the legal process and to apply that in accordance with what has been agreed previously. I think that that is a complex thing. You have to have the legal understanding and you have to have the context of what's been agreed previously. But I kind of think both of those things can be input into an AI and that could probably yeah, work if out you as could, a result of yeah, that. Yeah, if the, if the AI knew all the legal thingies... Uh, like rules and regulations and laws etc and you could put in all the correspondence and then write a brief on what has happened as factually as you can then it could compare different cases bring up different articles that prove different things and yeah who knows Yeah, but I think if you've got a process and you know it's legal because it's been practiced a million times then you know yeah, like like you said. This is the thing. It probably is quite easy. Do you, to do you need action. it? Do you need it? Uh, and then the final one is adaptability and problem solving. So transactions often uh, involve unexpected issues or hurdles. Agents are skilled problem solvers. 
some agents, I should preface that, are skilled problem solvers who can find creative solutions and adapt to changing circumstances, providing reassurance and value to their clients. I think that's pretty key because an AI only knows what you input into it, right? Yeah. How does it adapt? You have to keep on constantly feeding it data. A real estate agent should capture all that information from body language, tone of voice, qualifying, yeah, and should know all that going through, right? You're not constantly feeding an update to your real estate agent. It's vice versa. The agent provides an update to you based on the relationship that's being built so, uh, being built so far. So I think that's quite a fair point. Yeah, true, true. Plus, everyone has different accents, right? So you need to make sure you understand. And having a, if you had the robot on the phone, then it's a different matter. Otherwise, people would just be glued to the computers, talking to the computer yeah. for so long. And if you've not got a lot of time in your hands, then a phone call is so much quicker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't just exactly. keep feeding the computers, fucking piss you off. So on the, that's quite an interesting thing then. What about voice notes? Well, this is what I mean. Like, if you've got a hard to, if you're saying it in different languages, if you're just doing it in English and your English isn't good, or if you're doing it in English and your accent is a bit funny, or you've got a lisp, or you've got some sort of speech impediment or anything, then you're at a disadvantage because this robot then translates it into words, which are codes, and those words slash codes, well, they could be wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I might say... Purple burglar alarm. Purple burglar alarm and burglar alarm. <laughs> you might not understand a single fucking thing that came out of my mouth. Right, true. So you true. have Scottish AI bots, English AI bots. That's, yeah, that's another in, good Indian facet. Indian English it, AI yeah. bots. Yeah, yeah, that's another good Arabic facet. English AI bots. Yeah. Because it is all this precognition. No, interesting. And then it just sums up with uh, an AI can enhance certain aspects of the real estate industry is more likely to augment an agent's capabilities rather than replace them entirely. The combination of AI tech and human expertise is likely to result in more efficient and effective real estate services, which is actually pretty much the point that I wanted to sum up on. I, I think some transactions will be replaced with AI. I think it will become a thing. I think certain people in this world don't want to talk to people, don't want to talk to agents. So I think we probably see, will see one or two transact, but I still think the more successful transactions, the better deals, the better negotiated contracts are going to come from one where it's a combination of AI and an agent working in tandem uh, with each other. And agent's um, argument will be when someone says, I don't want to pay you commission, you've got AI. Mm. Said, AI is making everyone's life easier. I'll tell you, I'll say, do you know how much that AI subscription costs? <laughs> <laughs> True. That's interesting, that. But yeah, yeah I, I, I think it both scares me and excites me, but at the same time, I think it should fuck off. <laughs> like, there's, I think it could do a lot of benefits, like for medicine, perhaps. Um, and other things like generating... Uh, it could be engineers blueprints for something I don't know not bombs hopefully <laughs> um, but you know rocket ships and stuff I don't know yeah. like yeah. Uh, e- equations and that sort of thing that's what I think it could be. if it could be used for good then excellent but just 
throwing it out there into the circle of, of corporate and, and capitalism, you're making a mistake, aren't you? <laughs> people are just going to jump on that, take advantage, and you, you never know whose hands could get on it that's just the wrong person. So. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, it's one of those things. I mean, mate, if you go back through history, right, the nuclear... I know this is way off topic now, but the nuclear bomb was designed by scientists who then said, I didn't realise it was going to be used for this. If I'd have known it was going to be used for this, I would never have created it. I would have put more safeguards in place. What the fuck this did they think they were... This is history repeating itself. What did they think they were creating? This, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just... Can you make something that's the biggest explosion on Earth? Okay. <laughs> no, mate, like, nuclear... Um, uh, uh, we'll run off nuclear fuel one day, probably. I suppose if they're looking for fuel and then find out, oh, by the way, if you put these two together, blow up. Oh, so, okay. There was a race for the bomb. There was a race for the atom bomb in World War II. No, there wasn't. There was a race for who could design atom-splitting technology from the scientists. It was when the governments then got involved that that was then split and te- uh, teetered into who can make it into a bomb. Uh, once the date was already there. Uh, you know the German uh, Nazi Germany they produced the is it a V2 or a V4 bomb I don't know so it's like a, it was the first ever pilotless bomb that they would send up from Germany it would then auto direct to the UK and then drop on London right the scientist who created it there's a really fascinating quote that turns around and says the rocket worked absolutely brilliantly exactly as it was supposed to do it was just targeted at the wrong place. Because this Nazi scientist, this Nazi scientist, the worst in the world, said, no, I designed this technology to get us to the moon. It was Hitler and it was the German, the, 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 the Nazi government, that decided we're going to adapt this technology and we're going to point it to the country instead. You know, most Nazi scientists went on to work for NASA. I didn't know that. <laughs> This is fact. You can look. This is an interesting, like, fascinating by this. Yeah, most Nazi scientists, well, not most, but some of them were, you know, pronounced dead, pronounced executed, but the US government recruited them to go and work for NASA. Interesting. So, 1969, America only reached the moon first because they recruited Nazi scientists. Is history repeating itself, man? I'm telling you. Interesting, man. <laughs> I would need to look that up before I started spreading <laughs> the words, but I think I'd piss a lot of Americans off. It's 100% true, I don't care. It's 100% true, and there, but there's nothing wrong with it. The point is, is that we should listen to the fucking warnings from the people that created this shit, right? Uh-huh. Anyway. It could be another nuclear bomb. I think that's probably a good note to wrap it up on. Perhaps. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Do us a favour. Let's try and get this episode to 50 listens by the time we record the next episode in a week's time. 24 hours, 50 listens. Share it. Comment on it. Listen to it twice. Rate us. Call us a dickhead. Call us a dickhead, exactly. Write into us if you've got anything that you want us to discuss. Um... Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for your research, Josh. We'll speak to everyone soon. 20 episodes. Adios, amigos. Bye.